if you had savings or, or an emergency fund built up during this time frame, how did you come out? It's a good gut check for you to say, you know what? I made it through this smooth sailing. I have my number. I know what I need. And now I can pretty much get through anything with 25000 It's time to retire with confidence. Welcome to Unlocking Your Financial Future with financial advisor Ben Schrock. Well, we're going to talk about hidden gems today on this episode of Unlocking Your Financial Future with Ben Schrock, the owner and financial advisor over at BA Schrock Financial Group, talking about some of these gems in your portfolio that you might not really think about or kind of just kind of put off, stored away in a cabinet somewhere. And yeah, and really thought about getting back into them, but they might actually have a lot more value if you put that money to use in a better way. So we're going to talk about that and, and how you can identify that. And I want to start though, Ben, a little getting to know you question. We haven't hit one of these in a little while. And and I got to thinking about, it. I know you're, you got the athletic background, your family, a lot of athletes in the family. And when I think athletes, one of the first things I think of, especially watching the Last Dance documentary that's been going yeah. on too, um, I think of superstitions. Like everybody's got one. I think Jordan used to, to wear new shoes every single game. So he had that like fresh feeling like when you open that new pair of shoes, how confident <laughs> you are. I think you wore new shoes every single game. Did you ever have a, a superstition or a good luck charm when you played or yeah. in your life? I never had a, a good luck charm, but I, I kind of had a superstition. It never really dawned on me until kind of after I was done playing, but I always got dressed for football games in college. I always got, I put my pads in. So like, if you're not familiar with it, um, or for those of you that aren't familiar, you got knee pads, you know, sh- you know, thigh pads, hips, pads all over basically. But I would always pad my, uh, my pants or my, myself basically the same order every time before every <laughs> game. So I didn't really notice that was my, my superstition. So it would always be my right thigh pad, then knee, then, then left and left. And then I put my shoulder pads on a specific way. I had them set a certain way. So yeah, I guess, I guess that was kind of my little superstition is just trying to do something in the same order every time before I played. Do you have a number that you had to stick to your whole career? No, you know, I wore 12 and for football in high school, which is kind of weird for a tight end. And then I, I switched to 86. Um, that was the year I was born in college. So um, okay. not not really. I, I had 86 all four years in, in college, and, and uh, I was 12 all four in, in high school. But I think that was a quarterback number when I came into college. So, yeah, and it's it's not traditionally a tight end number. Yeah, no, it's not. Well, I, I guess you're more the exception then for most athletes. You know, most guys have those. You got a small one, but not. You're not wearing the same uh, pair of underwear every game or anything like that. No, okay. <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> well, good deal. Well, let's uh, before we get into our main topic today, I just want to quickly hit on the webinar you have up now. Uh, just to remind everybody that they might be listening for the first time. If you're looking for, you know, resources and you're not ready to get out, or maybe you live somewhere where you can't get out quite yet and you're looking for just for more information a uh, great starting point for you is ben's website bashrock-fg.com go on there you'll see on the front page new webinars created keep calm and retire on it's free to access a lot of great information all you have to do is put in your email address you'll have access to it you'll have the on-demand link so you can watch wherever you want what all kind of things do you cover in there ben yeah, so we talk a little, uh, quite a bit about the uh, coronavirus and, and the the economic downturns. We talk a little bit about the CARES Act, what's kind of layered in there. We talk about some of the recoveries, different shapes uh, that they're mentioning, the U, the V, the um, L shape. So we talk a lot about the that and kind of going forward, what are we doing for our clients and and what should our clients expect or prospective clients expect to be doing during this time. So we kind of uncover a lot of those things in about 30, 35 minutes, and and then we give everyone an opportunity if they want to after watching, if they want to further their conversation with us about a specific topic or about their current situation, they can do so and we can set up a virtual appointment or a phone call um, to see where we may be able to help. Sounds good. Well, look, if you're like most people, uh, you probably have some financial accounts that you haven't paid a whole lot of attention to recently. 
Uh, and, and maybe you might be doing a little bit more of this now that you got some free time or have had some free time. But, you know, think about those statements that you have just laying around collecting dust in your filing cabinet. You, you know to keep them. You just don't know when, when to access them or why to access them again. But, you know, they actually might be hidden gems that could be put to a much better use if you pull them out, work with an advisor, kind of restructure what, you, what you're in right now. So I want to go over four different potential hidden gems in somebody's filing cabinet, things that we, we tend to ignore for a long time and really don't check into them, maybe until later in life or close to retirement. So the first thing let's hit on, Ben, is uh, old 401ks. I mean, a lot of us have these. We leave a company. We're done with that company. We just say, hey, let those investments keep rolling along. Once we get to retirement, we'll access that money when we need it. But uh, maybe there's some better use out of that. Yeah, that's probably the most common one we see is, is the uh, old 401ks. And I know years ago, I read a stat. I think it said something like, the average person will have like three different jobs by the time they're they're thirty. Um, I don't know how how accurate that is nowadays, but in any case, if that were true for you and, and you had you know contributed old four hundred one k's, you might have three or four old ones out there working for previous employers that you might just forgot about or didn't even know you had. So uh, it's always good advice to kind of corral those up and, and gather those together together um, and see what kind of opportunities you have. So for those of you that don't know. You do have access to those 401ks um, if you're no longer employed there and you're under the age of 59 and a half. So you can roll those over into your own personal IRA. You can roll them into another 401k if you want to as well. So you can do things with it. And I think it's really important for people to always make sure they, they kind of keep some sort of folder at home with those statements or some type of e-folder so they can log, uh, you know, drop those in there so they don't lose track of them. When we talk about, you know, you maybe have lower fees by moving to your own IRA. Are companies charging fees to to hold that money in an RA underneath the company, or is it just the investments you that you're in might have higher fees than something else you can move it out of? Yeah, it could be a little combination of both, Ben. So, I mean, depending on the 401k plan, I think this was prior. I think this was under the old fiduciary rule that was overturned uh, by Trump, but they they wanted to make the 401ks present their fees and, and make it very clear for 401k plans to present what their clients are actually paying within their plan um, so that they know it. So in years past and and still now, you don't really see that. So it is, it could be the the fees that are layered in within the 401k because you have administrative fees, uh, bookkeeping fees, ERISA fees, you got tons of different fees. And then you also have the the cost of the actual fund itself. So the mutual fund has those, the 12B1 fees or internal costs within there as well. So we kind of add all those up, find out what those total fees are, and you'll know kind of what you're paying within your plan. So when you add it all together, it could be cheaper to manage it on your own or you know, roll it into an IRA and pay significantly less. If you're a do-it-yourselfer, I know you can go on to, I think E-Trade does it now or you know, with TD Ameritrade with us, Schwab, $0 transaction cost for stocks and ETFs. So it doesn't cost you a penny to buy a stock. So it doesn't cost you anything. So again, it could be a lot more efficient from a cost perspective to do that. Okay. That makes sense. The next one on our list, Hidden Gems, life insurance. I know, you know, there's a good chance you probably bought life insurance at one point in your life and stuck it away. And hey, I might have to use this at some point, but I'm not going to worry about it until then. But but what's changed or what might have changed that in your life that would make you want to reevaluate what policy you have? Sure. I think there's a ton of stuff that, that changes, you know, going back to our uh, Dave Ramsey conversation, a, a lot about that debt. A lot of people buy, you know, term insurance for debt purposes. So maybe over your lifetime, over your working life, you're debt-free or you don't have the, the amount of debt that you had um, going into the working world or your kids are all out of college and, and you don't see the need there for anything like that. So um, the, the amount that you actually need could change 
from that perspective. And it also could change uh, if you have more of a whole life or one of those old policies your mom and dad bought you uh, when you're a baby and just kept putting money and putting money in and you have all this cash value in there. It, it's really some a good tool that you could use or look at to utilize that cash value in a different manner, whether it's going into another life insurance policy or uh, taking that money out or borrowing against it. There's a lot of different ways you can use, utilize that. And, um, you know, Keith in our office, he does our, our portfolio management work and bears the uh, chief investment officer type role for us. He always says it's, you know, think about refinancing your life insurance. And I, I'm like, I heard him say that the other day to, to a client. I'm like, man, that's a, that's a pretty cool term. And yeah. it's not like, you know, refinancing your house, but it kind of is that same topic. You know, when you refinance your house, you're probably going to go with a different lender, different rate, all that kind of stuff. Same thing's going to happen with your life insurance. You might find a different product utilizing your cash value or the equity per se within your plan um, and roll that into another one or, or find a better plan that's more suitable for you. So I kind of look at that. I'm like, I'm going to steal that from him without him knowing. <laughs> I'll give him credit when he hears this. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty good. I like that. We'll have to bring him on again. He's earned another spot on the show, another guest you got. guest appearance. Yep. Uh, the next hidden gem, uh, savings accounts. I know a lot of people will put in money every every month, you know, stock a little bit away in savings, you know, here and there when they can. And, you know, they might say, too, I'll get to this eventually and, and repurpose it if I need to, but I just want to continue to save money uh, just to make myself feel better, a little more comfortable. Uh, I know we've kind of had the conversation about cash, but it's a good, always a good time to kind of remind people that you know having too much cash can be an issue. Yeah, and I think it's a good time frame for us to revisit that too because of the the COVID-19. It seems like this is such a good teaching tool. You know, I'm up on my soapbox preaching about it all the time. But if you had savings or, or an emergency fund built up during this time frame, how did you come out? You know, are we still positive? Do we have, still have some uh, cash in there? Do we have too much cash in there? It's a good gut check for you to say, you know what? I made it through this smooth sailing. I have my number. I know what I need. And now I can pretty much get through anything with 25000 Anything above and beyond that is pretty much lazy money because the banks aren't going to pay you anything. Even if you put it in a CD, you're getting minimal interest. So get that lazy money to work for you in another different way. And, and maybe we invest that in the market and, and do some different things with it. So absolutely, I think that it's something that we need to, to really look at. And, and we call it in our office, the lazy money, because it's just sitting there not doing anything. Okay. Well, let's, let's close out on pensions because I know you, you work with people that have pensions quite a bit. And, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of times people have old pensions that were frozen many years ago. And when this happens, they get put into a lump sum account and you know, people just forget about it. Uh, like a lot of these, these on our list today. Uh, so what, what should we need to consider with, with pension funds uh, and really look at? Yeah, I'd say this is probably the truest of hidden gems, Ben. I mean, it's something funny where we, uh, quick side story, but we'll, we'll uh, be meeting with a client and um, they've been clients for you know, maybe years or a couple years and, and then they actually go to retire and then we get a, a, a checkup meeting and they say, oh yeah, you know what, by the way, I'm getting like 56 bucks from this pension that I never knew I had. So um, it's a true hidden gem out there that, that uh, a lot of people really don't know about. But if you do have an old pension, you know, I, I think it's very important that you kind of do your due diligence on that, that pension fund itself. So see kind of how that fund's operating in terms of uh, being profitable or not, because they will announce that uh, every year they have to give you a, a kind of an annual statement, basically and tell you how that fund's operating. Because again, if it's frozen, um, if it's uh, not frozen, whatever, if you have a pension available to you, those pensions are not guaranteed. Uh, I shouldn't say that. They're, they're guaranteed or backed up by the PBGC, the pension benefit guarantee. So that, that would basically say if that pension folded, then the, the government would come in and back it up and give them pennies on the dollar. Um, so in essence, it really isn't guaranteed because they could 
you know, lose all that money or that money could go by the wayside and you get pennies on the dollar. So something to always think about there to see how healthy that pension is. Are we in jeopardy of them defaulting on it essentially and not being able to pay that out? Or should we take control of that and, and grab that lump sum like you mentioned, or maybe that frozen pension, grab that lump sum from there, roll it to an IRA and get that working for you in a specific manner that's going to benefit you um, in your retirement. Well, all four of these things can really be more valuable to you if you sit down with an advisor and figure out where, where you, what you have and, and where can you put it. And I would assume anybody comes in that maybe doesn't know about all their old accounts or can remember, but doesn't really know how to track them down. I guess you guys probably have a process for at least a checklist to go through all these items with somebody that's coming in for the first time. Yeah, we do. I mean, when we start collecting uh, data for the prospective client, we kind of go through those questions and you know find out about the all their accounts. And sometimes, honestly, it's not to any of, of their fault or our own. It just they they totally forgot about it, and they'll get an email or a statement and say, you know what, I actually think I have money in this this one account. So it is very very common. So don't feel bad if if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh man, I feel like an idiot because I don't have one, <laughs> or I have one and it's I forgot about it. It's not that bad at all. Don't worry about mm-hmm. it. You know, it's everyone has it. Well, good. Well, that's awesome to hear. So if you want to set up a time, meet with Ben and, and go through these things. And you know, even if it's not one of these four hidden gems, you know, there's probably something in your portfolio that can be improved or repositioned or rebalanced, whatever it is, especially right now. I think right now is even a perfect time, as you, as you kind of mentioned. It's, you know, there's a lot of learning experiences from what we're dealing with right now. And, and hopefully you can come out of this in a stronger position and uh, doing that you know, would be, would set you up for a wonderful retirement. And that's the whole goal as well. So sit down with Ben and his team at BA Shrock Financial Group. You can get in touch with them over the phone at 330-473-1060. You can also find them online at bashrock-fg.com. Uh, you can also check out a lot of things on their site, their, their guide to, to maximizing your social security benefits. That's something Ben does quite a bit and, and kind of specializes in, but also learn about the lock process and also access the webinar. A lot of great things on the website as well. So bashrock-ft.com. And don't forget to listen to the past episodes like our mutual funds episode and our last one on Dave Ramsey. Some really great content there as well. And you can listen to those on your own time. So I think I covered it all, Ben, and uh, we'll go ahead and wrap it up on note. But I I appreciate the time. And hopefully uh, everybody can discover a little hidden gem in their portfolio. Everybody loves that. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through B.A. Schrock Wealth Management, Inc. and A.E. Wealth Management, LLC. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management and A.E. Wealth Management are not affiliated companies. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risks, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. BA Schrock Wealth Management is not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any government agency. This podcast is a paid placement. It is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice to designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation.